The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Davis Maddock, joined today by Mr. Blender HD, Mr. Jordan Cooper, not Andrew Barron today. Andrew has some business to attend to, so uh, you're going to get Blender's takes on who to play in your optimized lineups on DraftKings.com. I mean, cash lineups are easy. You just press the button. The the button's pretty easy. The button's pretty easy this week. Um, yeah, if you if you would like to make uh, a good cash team on DraftKings.com, you pretty much just play Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Kenneth Walker, Alvin Kamara, Amin Price, tight end, Tyler Lockett, Rondell Moore. Pick your favorite wide receiver and uh, whatever cheap shitty defense you want, and and go ahead and print money. Is the show over? Are we done? Is that it? It's the shortest show ever. Shortest, shortest show ever. No, we gotta we gotta talk about, you know, are we what are we doing with uh 13% on Geno Smith in tournaments, you know, Josh Allen. I mean, that that is the question of the week is what are the ways to build without using Josh Allen or without using Geno Smith that give you enough projected points for your lineup to be okay? I think there's plenty of ways. All right, well, let's hear them. What are your What are your ways? My my opinion would be one: it's very easy to play Patrick Mahomes and just hope he throws fifty five times, and the other is that Lamar seems like he's going to be pretty underowned. Okay, so you're on board with at least one of the things uh, for GPPs. Obviously, for cash games, we could go position by position, and there, there, there. I think there's, there's, just, a, there's, there's it's just not even interesting week for cash games. I mean, it is just I, I the think most. There are some interesting constructions. I think there are, you know, you have about maybe. 14 or 15 people that you could like kind of fit in and debate the sure. difference of one point in projection. So like, like on DraftKings, you have to admit compared to FanDuel this week, like on FanDuel, you actually have to make decisions and usually it's the other way around. Like FanDuel's pricing is so much more efficient this week. They, they priced, you know, they priced, you know, way up. Yeah. But even Ramondre, they paid they 7,500 on FanDuel. Uh, so I think, from a from a cash perspective, I think it's a, a bit much harder on FanDuel than on DraftKings. But from a GPP thing, my my take this week, my take, if you want to call it a take, I'm okay. going to be significantly under on the Bills Chiefs game because I I'm I'm this is this is a good week, and we'll talk about the running backs also. Of they're going to be a lot of overconfidence. I think there's going to be a ton of overconfidence instead of like realizing how much variance there is in the NFL and Bill's chiefs would be my favorite showdown slate. Oh, right? it'd, be, it'd be great. Right. Cause there's so many different options, but I think that's horrible for classic because I think from a quarterback perspective, there's a very good shot that Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes is the top scoring quarterback in raw points on the slate. The problem is, is that it's quite possible that none of the other skill players are necessary. They may give you a good score. You could win with that score, but not necessarily. The ball could be spread around in so many different ways by both teams. Now, especially with McKenzie back for the Bills, I don't know if Knox is going to be back. They they they've they've more options. They're they're also not they don't have a 30 point team total. I mean like that 
this is a, a lower lower total than what they would normally see in some games. I mean, yeah, they 28. I mean, it's not like it's it's low. And same thing for Kansas City. It's like, get, dude, Jordy Fortson could have a touchdown. I mean, they, they they throw the ball around so much that am I confident in Juju? Am I confident in MVS? Am I confident in anyone to produce a 20-plus point game even if the Chiefs put up four touchdowns, five touchdowns. But but ownership is going to reflect that on the Chiefs wide receivers specifically. Not Juju, Baldus Gantling, Hardman, even even the running backs, even McKinnon and Clyde are are not going to be owned. But I'm more inclined to play them as one-offs than play them with Mahomes for the price. I think I mean, I'm more likely to pay down at quarterback, pay up at running back to be different, and we'll get into the running back stuff, but I, I'm with you with the Lamar stuff. Like, I think like this seems like a very good week to just go Lamar plus Andrews plus Barkley. And then just like that, they, there you go. And like, do you have to worry about the rest of your lineup anymore? If, if Bateman is out, I would, I would play him with Duvernay. Du, Duvernay, Duvernay got a ton of touches in, in that game and is going to get some deep stuff too. What's his price? He's 4,700. Okay. So not, not, not bad, not horrible. But I think, but you're you're right. But uh, uh, I mean, Lamar is going to go under own than he should be. Then Baltimore has what twenty five point two five team total, and I'm not even saying you even have to play Barkley. Like just like dude, Lamar Andrews, you want to throw in Duvernay? Like I'm fine. This th- this season, I'm coming more around to building more lineups that don't have runbacks. That just one team trucks the other team enough that. Well, there are more. The guy on the there... other side doesn't have enough point. Like, like, yeah, you could have, you know, George Pickens George in your Pickens. Tampa Bay, but you don't need. Do you need it? Well, I mean, we just are seeing more have and have nots in the NFL every single year, and and teams that I mean, the Bills specifically will run the score up. The Eagles won't though. Like, the Eagles would be a team. Uh, you know, were I to be playing, uh, Mister Hertz this week, who uh is not on the main slate, but just in general, like I, you would, I would want a bring back with Hertz because to get pushed to his like 40 point ceiling or whatever, the other team would have to be keeping up with them. What do you think? Okay. I mean, he was in the winning lineup last, last week, Tom Brady against Pittsburgh. Cause you know, people are going to go back to that. They didn't really price up anyone. I mean, you could play Fournette, you could play Godwin, you could play whatever tight end. It could be Auden or Braid or anything. To me, to me, the dead zone and the most interesting quarterback on the slate. You're gonna, you're gonna, people are gonna hate me to say it because he hasn't played well this year. Arizona has a 26 point. No, he Kyler, Kyler is the best, the best, like true three percent owned player, quarterback. Yeah, because his double stacks are so obvious, and I mean, well, you know, then you get into like, well, okay, Kyler gets 33, but Geno gets 25. You'd rather have the Geno side or whatever. So that becomes kind of But I like that to me, to me, the I don't care that it's good. It's this is going to be the one of the, probably the chalkiest game. The, no, Buffalo, Kansas City will be the chalkiest game. Really? Well, I hope so because I think the Cardinals Seahawks game is better. I mean, Lockett will be the most owned in Lockett and Walker will be more owned individually. But if you say you set the parameters of four players from game X, I think it would be Buffalo, Kansas City. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to, so if that's the tar- true, the targets of the, I was, I look at the Cardinals and the Seahawks and I go, where are the trolls? I mean, like there's not many sure. trolls on this team. Like, like if, if Connor's out, you get, Eno Benjamin. It's like, I feel like I could stack Murray 
with any with like it's it, it's going to be probably you could even stack it with Eno, I guess. But like you could do Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz. You could do Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz. You could fill a tight end spot with the Arizona side. Seattle, it's like it's Lockett, Metcalf, Walker. Who else are you playing? I mean, do you need to play Will Disley? Do you need to play Noah Fant? Do you need to play like it's just so easy to on the if you stack Geno, it's Geno Lockett Metcalf. And then you run it back with one of the, the, the Rondell Moore or Zach Ertz. And then on the Murray side, it's like, who are you running that back with? It was a really Lockett or Metcalf. It's like it why can't they build just a ton of those lineups? The the, the, the game has a 20 a 50 and a half total. Both defenses are awful. Like people are gonna try to find the right players in the Buffalo Kansas City game. It's like I feel like I don't need to find the right players in the Arizona Seattle. I mean, if I think that all the Kansas City wide receivers are going to be single digits, Mahomes is going to be 4% and Diggs, Davis and McKenzie aren't going to get out of control. I'm every game I make is just going to be Buffalo Kansas City. I I just won't even mess with Arizona Seattle. Well, then we're going to war. I'm doing the opposite. Well, I mean, look, you're better at you're better at at creating these like complimentary and and you know, there there is an argument that like specifically Metcalf is actually probably a leverage play because his so much of his upside ceiling is related to touchdowns. And that's also true for Walker, who's going to be the most owned play of the slate. So right. I like I like DK Metcalf. I like DK Metcalf. I like Marquise Brown. I like both of those guys over like more is going to be the cheap wide receiver du jour probably at 4,200. So like, why can't I, you know, is going to now, because Connor, I just saw on Twitter that uh, Connor's likely out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what do we, what do we do with the, the, the running back position? This, this is, this is my thoughts on the overconfidence of the running back position. And you would probably know much more than I do. Right. Uh, Kenny Walker. I obviously Travis Homer's on the IR, Yeah, but they still have DJ Dallas and they just signed Tony Jones. It's not like Pete Carroll is known to run bell cow running backs. And I could say the same thing for Stevenson with the Patriots. I mean, who they got strong. They got JJ Taylor. Damian Harris's role is a replacement level role. I mean, like he just give him the yeah. ball. He runs through the tackles. Like yeah. anyone can do that. Who says Bill Belichick? Like we, in the history of, that I've been playing DFS with the Patriots, like trusting, Oh, Oh, this time it's going to be different. Who says it's who says it's going to be different? I mean, uh, I think a lot of people overvalue in, in G- DFS in general as part of recency bias that something happens in a game the week before that is not planned for, is not planned for from a game uh, a calling perspective and not a, a called for from uh, expected from a a, a a roster perspective that like, oh, Damian Harris goes down. It's like, well, what else are we going to do other than, well, Stevenson, you're just going to be out there all the time. But for the next game, they've already planned for Harris not to be in. They're already planning for Connor well, not Pierre, to be in. Well, Strong and J.J. Taylor were both inactive last week. It was the first week, so they didn't even have another running back to go to. My guess is that J.J. Taylor actually comes in and plays a lot. Uh, the, if if DraftKings, uh, for the kids don't remember this, DraftKings used to have $3,000 be the floor for running backs. They moved it up to 4000 If J.J. Taylor and Pierre Strong were $3,000 this week, I'd be playing a, a little bit of both of them. But you get my point. It's like these pro- the yeah. projections I see for Walker and Stevenson, like it almost feels like this, like that may be their, that may be their mean projection, but I think the standard deviation is much higher than people think. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely true. Okay. Just real quick at quarterbacks, to be honest, I, 
I I only play single entry three max. I'm not playing anyone else other than the four guys. I I well, so my my player pool at quarterback would be Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Holmes. I'm not interested in Geno. I'm not really interested in Brady. I think that this I don't. Pittsburgh is just so incapable of scoring points. I don't think we're going to see another 50 passing attempt game from him. Uh, not interested in Aaron Rodgers. Not at all interested in Matthew Stafford. Maybe Burrow would chase and and use one of these cheap shitty, you know, use Kamara as a bring back. Maybe if Alave is able to play. But the the Bengals have played so slow on offense and have been so conservative. It's hard for me to and because remember, you're getting no rushing production from Burrow either. That that one's just feels it just feels like a very uh, concentrated slate. Well, I just think if if Higgins is out, like to me, if if I'm going to play a, a bunch of Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd becomes a little bit more viable, like they're in the Superdome, right? Right. It's the it's the dome game. Yes. Why not? I I could take a shot. Is it it is it the best spot in the world? No, but I mean, I I the, the less concentrated these these attacks become, the more concentrated they become. The more likely I'm, I'm for it, and and for that reason, you you're gonna hate like you you're gonna hate me for mentioning this guy's name on the podcast because I know that you will you will not play this guy. Everyone played him a w- two weeks ago in cash. Brandon Cooks. No, I'm talking about a quarterback. We're talking about quarterbacks. Oh, I just assume a guy I would never play. The first name that I thought of was Brandon Cooks. Fifty three hundred Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah. I mean, horrible play. Like they don't, they don't want, they don't want to throw the ball at all. And they're not even, they're not even really letting Mariota run anymore either. I mean, I I think it's just one of those things where they had an idea of what the season was going to be like. And much like every coach who's ever had Marcus Mariota, once they watched him play, they immediately brought it back. I mean, for Mariota to get to 25 points, so much shit has to break his way because there is such a low volume offense. Well, that's what two percent owned, right? Yeah, London. but Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray's going to be two percent owned. Yeah, but he's also he's also two thousand more expensive. Yeah, you don't really need the you don't really need the the salary, right? Like, there are so many good value plays this week. Well, that well, because everyone's going to play that type of construction. I'm not playing. I don't want to play that type of construction. I would say if you are set on trying to go dumpster diving at quarterback a little bit, I'd prefer to play the guy on the other side of that game. I would prefer to play. Garoppolo and just hope that the you know Debo scores a 60 yard after catch touchdown and uh Ayuk scores a you know run after catch touchdown and Kittles like you know that it just all kind of happens for him in a miraculous way right I mean I don't particularly love the game to begin with I mean I at all I just I'm looking for where's a low owned spot that's cheap that has condensed production and I look actually at- Zach Wilson double stacks actually are are a good version of that too because the the jets have had a really high volume this so they were really high volume with flacco they led they had the most passing attempts in the nfl and then they won two games in a row but if they get down 14-0 here it's going to be a chuck fest yeah but i don't like playing i like playing when they're up ahead and keep on going i want i want efficiency well you're you're not going to get efficiency from mariota well and you may get rushing yards at least Fair enough, right? Like I'm, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a case that that the game is much more competitive and high scoring than in an expected, where we get a big Debo Samuel seventy yard touchdown, right? And the and the Falcons decide like maybe they're not going to run the ball as much, 
And I look at I, you look at their the, the people that you could pair Mariota with. It's like nothing. Maybe maybe it's finally Kyle Pitts week. It's not. We I, all know I, it's not. I, I, we we all know t- he's going down to thirty two hundred, and then we're not going to play him four weeks from now. Like it, we know that's going to happen, but it doesn't mean I can't just continue to sink money into that just to break even at some point. Yeah, I mean, look, I I can't imagine missing the week that Kyle Pitts finally does it. So I I, I will probably just play him a little bit as a one off this week. Um, okay, so running back, fascinating this week because we have four guys who look like the best plays Ramondre Burnett Kenneth Walker and you know Benjamin so if you like anyone that's not those four guys you're gonna get an ownership percentage that you like on them I, I guarantee it right could be could be Barkley could be you know maybe Naheem Hines gets activated comes back from the concussion against the Jaguars I mean even Kamara who has this great projection not gonna be that that chalky Brees Hall 30 points last week almost the double bonus not going to be on this week. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon season low snap share last week. No one's going to play him. Jeff Wilson Jr., great spot against the terrible Falcons. No one's going to play him. Raheem Mostert put Chase Edmonds on ice last week. No one's going to play him. Chris, no one. Chris McCaffrey, 2% owned this late, maybe. Like, like completely unowned in this spot. What happens if Jonathan Taylor's back? Uh, he won't be popular either. I mean, the last slate, the last slate he was in, he was three percent owned. And I played him, and he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> I was there. I was there for that. Yeah, but this is what I'm looking at. Like, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm going to be playing like double pay up running back ish, but like mixing these guys in. Like, I could, I out of the four running backs that you talked about, like Stevenson, Walker, uh, who are we talking about? Stevenson, Walker, Eno, Benjamin. Like, I, those are the value, right? Fournette, I, I don't consider it to be like a value, right? He's seventy four hundred. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll still play a bunch of them, but I mean, I, I, I'll probably not play in GPP, not play any of these guys together, right? Just like I'll fill my running back spot with some single digit own running back or something. Some pay up for Mixon, pay up for Barkley, pay up for, I mean, Dalvin Aaron, Cook. Aaron Jones would be my guy this week, who I think is is the 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 slate breaker the four touchdown and waiting guy yeah he's he's a guy that i did like him basically if it's an aaron jones slate or a nick chubb slate i just lose oh you gotta play you got you i mean i don't even like nick chubb but even i've been playing nick chubb i just like i I refuse i just if it's that slate i i dude i played derrick henry a lot last week at least Derek. yeah if you can play i can't believe i have to say this at least derrick henry catches passes yeah, but if you're willing to play Derrick Henry, you got to be willing to play Chubb. No, but Henry catches passes. Chubb doesn't. Yeah, but Chubb Chubb has multiple. Like Chubb, every single year will have at least two, three touchdown games. It's just what he does. Right, and then I lose. I lose those weeks, Davis. You got to be willing to win those weeks, though. No, it's a sunk cost. I already, I already, I already assumed I mean, that three of the weeks I'm just, I just lose. That's fair. I don't really play Derrick Henry. Henry is the guy where it's like I would just rather lose the week that he gets 47 or whatever. So I, I, I do get it. I mean, I, I, I do think Aaron Jones and Brees Hall are. I mean, Brees, he, he was could have had 45 points last week. Like he was so like Michael Carter came in, stole the one yard touchdowns. He was three yards away from the bonus. Like. This guy, I mean, this guy might just be Jonathan Taylor or whatever on the Jets. I think there's too much recency bias. I I, I think with the, them on the road to Green Bay, near like a over a touchdown underdog, like I still I still go by by the fact that I I'll I'd rather play favored 
running backs for touchdown upside than deal with like, well, they could catch eight balls out of the backfield in PPR. Welcome to DraftKings. Like, I still think that the running back ceilings are all touchdown related. So yeah, yeah. I think Brees Hall is fine at 5,800. I'd love it if he, he'd be fine this week if he didn't do well last week. But now that he did well, I think that his ownership is going to be inflated. I think the ownership on Stevenson is obviously going to be inflated, but I mean, he is the best projected running back point per dollar wise at 6k. I think Kamara's uh, ownership is going to be a bit inflated due to recency bias. I, I can't, I mean, look what happened with Taysom Hill and they're like, like Kamara got there on a lot, like nine, nine receptions, but from a touchdown perspective, like, like, yeah, I, it's, it's tough for, it's, it's tough for me. Like, Median wise, I like Kamara. Yes. Now, like, I don't mind playing him in cash at all. I don't mind. Same thing for Fournette. Like, this like, those is, guys, this is insane. Mind. Alvin Kamara has a six touchdown career game. Like, his ceiling games are right there. Not who's the quarterback? What's the what's the functional difference between forty seven year old Drew Brees and Andy Dalton? Drew Brees is the Hall of Fame quarterback, and Andy Dalton is all Andy Dalton. Drew Brees sucked at the end. The offense was all Kamara. The offense yeah, is going to be all Kamara. From an intelligence perspective, is calling plays, right? Would you rather have Drew Brees' no, brain dude, or Andy are, Dalton or James you're, Winston? You're or? you're doing recency bias right now. Taysom's performance last week was was so insane and and an outlier. I mean, he scored a, a sixty yard rushing touchdown and threw a thirty yard touchdown. Like those things are not repeating themselves. Yeah, but you tell me that that high-touch, high-good uh, opportunities could come out of Kamara versus all these other... Do I expect P.J. Walker to be rushing the ball in for Christian McCaffrey? No. Uh, he right might. I mean, P.J. Walker, P.J. Walker's a running quarterback. Ah, whatever, but I'm just... That, like... that, that scenario you outlined, P.J. Walker is just as likely to steal a rushing touchdown as Taysom Hill is. No, but they call plays for Taysom Hill. They call, like, P.J. No. Walker... Could could yeah sure he could score but it's like dude Dandy Dalton comes out of the game Taysom Hill Taysom Hill comes on and I'm like if you're a Kamara owner and you're sitting there with the ball at the four yard line what if like they call this? do you like this situation what if they call the speed option for Kamara and then Kamara walks in untouched it goes both ways I Kamara, guess it does Taysom Taysom does. Taysom will have the same amount of goal line steal equity that. Michael Carter does from Brees Hall or whatever. Like it's not, it's not enough. It's not enough to say Kamara removes ceiling from tournaments. Okay. Well then I'm saying the same thing with Brees Hall then. Sure. I, 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 I mean, Brees Hall I'm, I'm saying Brees this Hall's in comparison to the recency bias in his performance and the ownership. Like I just take a look at who did well last week that people, they DraftKings barely touched the pricing. I mean, it's like, it's, you, I, I take a look at the lineups I'm building. It's like, these look like a lot of the lineups I built last week. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm playing Olave. I'm playing Lockett. I'm playing Higby. I'm playing like I'm playing Josh Allen. It's like, why don't I just play last week's cash lineup and see if I can win the Millie with that? I mean, like, like, that's what it seems like. So I think a lot of people are just going to go, well, if it happened last week, it's going to happen this week. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably, I'm probably more interested in Dalvin than Kamara just based on what I expect them to be owned. But Dalvin, I mean, he just lost goal line work to Madison. Madison had more touches inside the 10 than he did. Dalvin just happened to score on his two. Why don't I just play Devin Singletary as a one-off and just hope that Singletary? I mean, Singletary is a great play because it we like. I think it's almost established fact now that they are not using Singletary in blowout games, and that in these competitive games they are jamming him in. So I I have no issue with that. 
Doesn't he have like an 80 plus percent snap share? Uh, not, not last week, but he, he has, let's but see. I mean, overall, like on the season, uh, I can tell you, I think um, it's one, I think it's one of the highest of any running backs in the league. He, I mean, he is playing a lot. It's just also the thing with him is he's never scoring a goal line touchdown, right? That that's the big issue. Yeah. I mean, he played. So for example, their one close game this year, uh, their two close games, he played 73% of the snaps against Miami and 88% of the snaps against Baltimore in their two close games. Sounds good to me. And same for similar. I mean, similar thing that when I played Raheem Mostert last week, uh, do people realize that Raheem Mostert is the, is like Chase Edmonds no. got good points before because like he'd come on for nine snaps and, but he'd end up with the three touchdowns. Yeah. Chase Edmonds is Chase Edmonds is Taysom Hill basically. I don't mind going back to Ryan Mostert, right? 5,700. If a lot of people are going to be playing Walker in that range, why not play Mo? I mean, why not? Yeah. Um. All right. You got any other, you got any other running back touts? James Robinson, Travis Etienne? No. Najee Harris? The fuck? No. <laughs> Najee Harris got to be like the worst play on the slate. Every slate he plays. Uh, Okay, wide receiver. So the chalk wide receivers this week, uh, the same as they were last week. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Rondell Moore joins them this week. Diggs will be very popular. Jacoby Myers at 5,300 is going to pull some ownership. Hollywood Brown's going to pull a lot of ownership. And then Godwin's kind of interesting. Snaps got limited last week. It's another blowout here projected. Uh, I mean, obviously, if we expect him to play the full time, he would be a uh, smash play, but and only 6,100, too. What are we going to be doing with uh, with the Saints guys? Like, I mean, Olave is like, like he's at the third stage of the concussion protocol. Like, I mean, at 5,500, I mean, I like him if he if he plays, but let's say he doesn't. I mean. I'm not playing any of these guys. Because you're not Traquan or Callaway. No. If anything, are... if, Ola- if Olave's out, what is that? Just It just makes it more likely to play Kamara. Yes. I mean, these guys are, these guys are professional wind sprinters. Like Marcus Callaway played like 83 snaps last week and got two targets. How about Drake London? No. Are people mm-hmm. too confident in that situation? Everyone's like, oh yeah, who else are they going to throw the ball to? It's like, oh, they just don't throw the ball. I mean, they threw it to Daryl Hodge last week. That was the guy. I mean, uh, London is like, uh, London is like, I would play him in cash maybe. Because I think like worst case scenario is what happens last week. He grinds out four for 40, but I just don't think, I think only Pitts has ceiling in that passing game because Pitts is the only one who gets targets down the field. The guy that I'm interested in uh, only because the, the reverse narrative, like this is how I play DFS. I play like if people come up with these stats, I find a way to like, well, small sample size. I'm going the other way. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. 6,900. I've 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 seen multiple analysts around the industry tout this. Uh, his A dot is down. His A dot is down. Well, well, not only is it down, he's got zero targets twenty yards down the field, and maybe maybe has even not run a route twenty yards down the field yet. Okay, uh, in what five games with Matt Ryan at quarterback? Getting like I mean, the, the the Colts offensive line hasn't held up much. Yeah, but that that's still his quarterback. True. And that's but still his at, offensive at line. Five percent owned. I mean, from a historical perspective. Uh, I mean, I'll give you better. I'll give you better five percent owned guys. Uh, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, if he plays, 
Jalen Waddle with Skylar Thompson. I like all those guys better. I don't know. I mean, it's it's fine. It's like it's fine, I like right. I, it's a, all those guys. I like I, I like me personally. The the guy that I want to play if Higgins is is out is Jamar Chase. Yes. Yeah. Burrow I, just, I mean, Burrow force. I mean, literally forces the ball to him. Like no matter what, it seems like. Yeah, I I think I think that's fine. Um, I mean, I I also am going to be playing uh whack a mole with Chiefs wide receivers just because I can't help myself. <laughs> Valdez Scantling seems fine. Smith Schuster is so bad, but if they throw fifty five times, he can get there. Have fun with your fourteen points. Fourteen points at forty five hundred for Valdez Scantling. I mean, if Valdez Scantling, I said it before. I said. I'm not saying that they're bad plays. I'm not saying like stack, trying to stack that game, whatever. I just think that the skill position players outside of the quarterbacks, even in a game that's 35 to 28 or something, may not put up a score that you need to have. It may end up being the winning lineup. Yeah, it may, but like it's the t- it's not going to be a score where it's like oh, MVS is 26 for that price. And it's like, yeah, pretty much it, if you don't have 7% on MVS, you're not going to like, it's not like Gabe Davis last week, right? That type of, well, like, MBS, you, like, MBS, to have. Ex- except MVS could do that though. Of course they all, anyone could do that. Well, no, just the type of routes he runs. Uh, so just for example, just as like a historical comparable, obviously, you know, everyone remembers that, um, that, that chiefs Rams game, right. In, in terms of like game of the year or whatever. So just for comparison's sake, Demarcus Robinson uh, or Chris Conley, had seven for 74 in that game. So on DraftKings, that's 14 and a half points. That's basically the Marquez Volta scaling role. Um, but then on the Rams side, they had they had three different guys get there that would have been in a double stacking lineup. So Brandon Cooks had eight for 107. Josh Reynolds had 680 and one. Robert Woods had four for 72 and one. And then Gerald Everett had 349 and two. So it just like obviously this game is not going to go 51 to 54 or whatever but i mean even if it's 38 35 one one of mvs juju or hardman is probably coming along i i would feel pretty strongly about that sure i i'm i'm more confident in the quarterbacks than i am the the pieces that go like i i'm perfectly fine saying that josh allen and patrick mahomes have the highest raw point score quarterback the issue is is that is that is that enough it are you going to be able to, it, it almost feels like to me that like, I'd rather just play, like I just rather play Stefan Diggs and just like, he could break the slate, just like Bing. Like that. See, I think I, well, I, I agree with that. I also would, I, my, my broken brain take is that Shakir is going to eat his way into both Gabe Davis and McKenzie snaps. Cause he played so well last week. I mean, even if you go back and look at the first game they played when everyone was healthy, Crowder, McKenzie, and Kumaro all split snaps. And if you bring Gabe Davis's snaps down to 80% instead of 100%, there's, and, and Dawson Knox is still banged up. There's enough snaps there for a fourth guy. You haven't projected at, at a median of five. Yeah, that, that's probably about right. Right. So why the hell are you playing him? Because he could, he I I also could he could just be ahead of McKenzie. I mean, he he was incredible last week. Sure, I guess so. Then you should project him higher. Well, that's not how it works, bro. Well, I know that's not how it works. That's why I go long term with the numbers. So I just look at Shakir's projection and go, why am I sacrificing uh, five points of projection to play him when I could just pick someone else with a higher projection? But there, I mean, there's input volatility there. 
uh, I agree with you, but why can't I just play Zay Jones? Why can't I play well, Alex you can. Pierce? You can. Donovan Peoples play, you... Jones. I can I can name tons of 4K receivers that have a higher projection than him. You can play you can play all those guys if you, you want. You can play anyone you want. You can play anyone you want. You can play you can play uh Romeo Dobbs at at uh forty eight hundred if you want. That's fine. Well, yeah. how about uh leverage off of Stevenson? You just played Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he's he shouldn't be I don't think he's really gonna be that popular either. He's fifty three hundred now. I mean, when he was like forty seven, forty eight, and even when he was that, people didn't want to play. People have this perception of Jacoby Myers as like, oh, the guy that gets eight yard passes and never scores a touchdown. Well, that is who he is. He the touchdown, the <laughs> touchdown he scored last week. He was like literally uncovered. I could I could have scored that touchdown. Well, who's going to cover the receivers when Bailey Zappi is the quarterback? That's true. Uh, I mean that. Yeah, that is that is very true. Right, you'd let uh, them run and go. Good luck trying to trying to throw to him. That's well. Like, yeah. do do you? Okay, here here's a question. When it comes to uh, like you're talking about Waddle and Hill, is your thesis the thesis of the play that Skylar Thompson being the third string quarterback for the Miami that like, well, it's going to be a lot of seven yard routes to Waddle and maybe he gets fourteen catches for. The thesis, by, the thesis behind Waddle is the same thesis it was with Tua, which is like, if these, these guys will make anyone who can complete passes look good. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't but to me, that makes it more likely I just play Raheem Mostert. Like, I care about ceiling, Davis. I care about ceiling. I don't care about PPR scoring. Unless Waddle's going to score two touchdowns on top of it. So it's like, I'm not looking for those. I'd, rather, I'd still rather play Tyreek. They could give a, a seven-yard pass to Tyreek, and he's off to the races. Like, that's... Yeah. That's, That's more likely to happen. For no, Waddle, Waddle does that too. Eh. For first game of the season, fourth and seven, seven yard slant to Waddle. He scores a fifty yard touchdown. Thanks for the anecdote. Well, that was all. That was all he did in college too. Okay. He's a he runs a four three. He's crazy explosive. He just, he. Uh, I, do you really want to play Miami skilled position players having to receive the ball from Skylar Thompson? I mean, if I think Skylar Thompson throws the ball. 43 if i think he can throw the ball 43 times this weekend i think waddle can be in the optimal if he throws the ball 43 times the dolphins are down by three and a half touchdowns that's fine i don't know that's fine i want them to score touchdowns davis that's the point yeah i don't want them down i don't i want them scoring like you tell me the dolphins lead this game then i i don't mind i mean that's why like like raheem mostert i think doesn't get phased out regardless because I don't think they trust Skylar Thompson to throw the ball 43 times in a competitive game. So if they're even down by one touchdown or two scores, 10 points, that you still see a healthy, I think Mostert could touch the ball 20 to 25 times this game easily. I can't say the same about, can I get 30 points? Can I get 30 plus points out of Waddle or Hill? Yes. If you didn't tell me the Dolphins only score seven points, like I ain't going to touch them. Well, like obviously that's implied, but they're point creators. They only have a 21 team total, though. I've played guys with a lower team total than 21. Okay, yeah. Well, that, that, good luck with that. On this you, are, you, are, you are misunderstanding, like, that Jalen Model could literally have, like, 14 receptions in this game. No, he could. <laughs> anyone could. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, It's more could. likely that Jalen Waddle has double-digit receptions in this game than anyone else priced in the 6,000s. I think it's more likely that he has double-digit targets. Than anyone sure. in there, whether or not they actually turn into completions is a different story. 
Sure, but that's all. We don't care about the efficiency. We just want. I, we just of want course, the, you care about the efficiency. You don't care about the efficiency because you don't play Nick Chubb, so you clearly don't care about efficiency. Well, because he's overpriced. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you could just weasel your way out of anything. I All right, weasel my way out of you could, because, but that's the point. Like you could find a way. I'm just looking for places that people are underconfident, overconfident. And I still think that, regardless of Skylar Thompson throwing the ball, that the uh, ownership of Hill and Waddle is still like it's very similar to Nick Chubb. You could price like Davis. They could price Nick Chubb at fourteen thousand. He's always eight percent owned. Like it doesn't does it really literally doesn't. It's almost like there are there are bots. There are there are there are there. There's a cult of people out there that enter the DraftKings Millie Maker or or whatever contest you're in. It's like it's just like if Mick Chubb in player pool, like eight percent of them have to own him, and it's like he's always like over owned. And I view the same with guys like Waddle and Hill, especially with Tua Tua guard. Like I just still think that they're going to be six to eight percent owned eight, nine percent, something like that. And it's just like, I'd rather play some, I'd rather have a, a player from in my stack. So I'm playing like in a Kyler, Mar I'd rather play Marquise Brown with Kyler Murray than have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill as a one-off in some other lineup. Like, yeah, if you're playing Skylar Thompson lineups, yeah, opposite. Are you playing, are you, Davis, are you playing Skylar Thompson? No. Okay, so then how how well how well can how, well, Waddle and Hill do if you like Waddle Waddle can get twenty seven without the Dolphins scoring a touchdown on offense. He could, but you want touchdowns. This is GPPs. You yeah, want big plays. Right? Waddle, Debo Debo Jim Samuel Waddle. is tough to project. Also, like I'm not a big fan of playing Debo either, but. Like he's he's the receiver version of Nick Chubb type. At least your yeah, argument yeah, with you Nick are, Chubb. You are you're the you're the, you are definitely the anti Debo. No no doubt about that. But at least the argument that you're making about Nick Chubb, I at least I could agree with. Of like, like Nick Chubb has these breakout games where he scores two, three, four touchdowns, and I'm just deciding to lose on those slates. But I could decide to. You could be the opposite and say I'm playing Nick Chubb every slate, so two or three times a year, I, I have the Good shot at having the nuts. If you were going to say the same about like no, or Hill, I, I, I agree with you there. Spots. But the touchdowns have to come with it. I'll play them in a spot where they're more likely, more likely to score. Not they don't have Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Fair enough. Uh, okay, tight ends. You got anyone you like other than Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey? Oh, Tyler Higby. You hate him. I I I really do actually think he I mean Tyler Higby is like the perfect example of a guy with no ceiling but you have to pay $400 more for him than another guy with no ceiling cuz his median projection is slightly better. It's very annoying. Right, but I mean for cash games, I don't just okay Higby there you go. You're good. Right? I um, I have no fear of him TJ Hawkinsoning me though. No, I I agree with you there. I think to me it's it personally I prefer Andrews over Kelsey. I yeah. think I think in a game. Oh, for the I Ravens, mean, I mean, I don't even, I don't even think with, well, ownership projections actually have Andrews ahead of Kelsey right now, which is interesting. He's also, I have him also higher projected than him. No, same. I I have Andrews for twenty points, which might be a little high. I might need to, might need to check that. My aggregate, I have nineteen point six seven. So you're 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 not, you're not far off. Uh, you know how frustrating it is on a showdown slate? Like, if, if you would have told me beforehand, like, Travis Kelsey is 25 yards, 
And I'm like, well, I'm good. I'm very light on Travis Kelsey. And then you look at, he has 33 points. I go, how the heck? Is four touchdowns, seven for 25 and four touchdowns. Uh, I'm go- I'm going with the- my thesis uh, on this is that I still, my, mine, I think that the, the ball is spread around far. far. Yeah. Kelsey, is, if I were to take anyone on the Chiefs, I'll play Kelsey, like Mahomes plus Kelsey. Bra- the same brave way they would brave of you. Lamar brave of you Kelsey. to go with a guy who scored four touchdowns last week. Very brave of you. Yeah, but he's the top guy in the Chiefs. Just At least that's... classic recency bias from Blender HD here. <laughs> I mean, the guy just watches what happens last weekend and just clicks that into his team this weekend. I mean, you just, we knew it was going to happen. Right. Kelsey, Kelsey should be 4,200, right? He's not that type of tight end that gets the bulk of the target share and scores most of the touchdowns, right? Exactly. Again. Exactly. Yeah. I just like the match. I think I just like the matchup with Lamar against the Giants than I do, like, I don't want to have to be guessing on these the Buffalo Kansas City players. So Kelsey is good. I mean, it'll be one of the more owned tight ends, but not owned I, enough though. True, I, I guess so. I think I think efficient ownership would have those two guys be like fifty percent of of the pool. Honestly, no, that's not the efficient ownership. Fifty percent? <sighs> no, I don't think so. It's just these tight end scoring is so bad. Uh, my 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 guy this week is Kate Otten, though. I, I, I think even after the good game last week, I guess Bray is probably going to be back, but the, the concussion protocol is so weird now. You never Guys can practice and still not play. Right, so Tua's if, was never going to play again, apparently. Exactly. So if Bray, <laughs> if Bray, again, does not play this week, I will I will be playing a lot of Kate Otten. I mean, he played every snap pretty much, and, and I think he got two red zone targets, five targets overall. I'm, I'm just playing that guy. I will got I mean to me in the, in this 3k 4k range like it's a it's a dart throw I mean Hurst Ingram like I I don't mind Hurst if Higgins is out Yeah like I like, Higgins I like is Hurst. Out, he seems fine Right Irv Smith right I mean he got got Fryermuth if he passes the concussion protocol but like Oh guys... I, I did just want to say don't play Zach Gentry don't don't play Zach Gentry if Fryermuth doesn't play I've seen him pop in a couple of well, th- don't do that that guy's a right tackle but I don't think there's anything to really talk about. To me, it's like it's it's either Andrews or Kelsey. And then if you don't or, play them, or, it's just... or pick a bum. Right. Yeah, like, I don't know which I don't know which bum to, to tell you to pick. Right, that, but... That's why you pair your bums with the quarterback. What about what about Dawson Knox in that game? If he plays, I why not? Yeah. Yeah. 30, but you can say why not about any of these. Him. Do I think Dawson Knox has a 20 point? I don't think any of these tight ends. Score twenty points outside. Yeah, of Yeah, it's really playing playing one of these bad tight ends is not even about them. It's just about saying Andrews and Kelsey only get like fourteen and don't end up being the optimal, and then and then it doesn't matter. Right, you're using a cheaper tight end so you could pay up for a premium running back or a premium wide receiver. Yeah, um, defenses. Do we have do we have a, a Cowboys from last week or a Bengals? Do, does it does it look like I there think, is one? I think that the the cheapos. I think in cash games you're probably going to play like the Panthers. I think the Panthers, yeah. Or the if you have or the Saints at twenty eight hundred, like one of the defenses in the in the Saints Bengals game, right? I do I think the Panthers get up to like a lot of ownership? No, I mean it'll be the most. I think it'll be the most owned, but I don't think it'll get like to the, the Bengals. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, it's just that like the Rams are. I mean, they're they're a good team, other than the fact that. Stafford seems to get stacked like five times a game. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. why not 2,400? You play. Yeah. Matt rule's gone. I don't think that changes anything. The people that are, I mean, it's, you still got, still got, they still got boomers in charge, right? You're not going to see much difference out of there. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's defense and DFS. You close your eyes and whatever fits that that's what you play. Yeah. All right. Everything considered ownership, yada, yada. You have to play five players from one game. Which game are you choosing? Arizona, Seattle. Does that include Kenneth Walker and Eno Benjamin? Yeah. Play play five. Choose five. Choose a quarterback and, and four other so, skill position players. There you go. So Kyler Kyler Murray, Kenneth Walker, Eno Benjamin, Tyler Lockett, Hollywood. I mean, you could do that. I'd rather I'd rather stack the quarterback with two without the the running back, especially Kyler, because he could run it in. Because he could and run it in. Gino could run it in also. Yeah, so like he can. To, like said, like to me, I, I'd much rather go with uh, like Murray plus two of uh, Brown, Ertz, Moore, and then run it and then run it back with Walker plus Lockett, like something like do something like that, or the opposite: Gino Smith, Lockett, Metcalf, Eno Benjamin, Ronald Moore, like like some like if you're gonna play a three plus two type of thing, like to me. The, the offense is, it's the second highest total on the slate, 50 and a half. There's, there's so few trolls on these teams. The pro, all their you prices are, you're are about to, like, you're about to get trolled by Will Disley and Trey McBride and Keontae Ingram so hard. You're so overconfident in the no trolling. Yeah, but people are playing the Buffalo Kansas City game. I, I'm, but for the prices, like the prices on, like if we take a look at like salary adjusted value, like Geno Smith is like number two. Tyler Lockett is number one at wide receiver. Eno Benjamin is like number three at running back. Walker is number two at running back. Uh, Rondell Moore is like number like seven in at wide receiver for his price. Marquise Brown is pretty like they all project well. DK Metcalf still even projects well at sixty eight hundred. Like it just like a lot of these. This, to me, this reminds me of the Detroit Seattle game from two weeks ago. Of like you got you there, dude. If you were to just run by median projection. And ran 150 lineups, you'd probably get the most of these players. And even if you didn't stack the game at all, you, you left out Geno Smith, you left out Kyler Murray, you'd still get plenty of all these guys in all of your lineups. So, like, if that's the case, why don't I just correlate them? Fair. I, I'm still going Buffalo, Kansas City. I, my my favorite pairing would be Mahomes, Diggs, Valdez, Scantling, Kelsey, Singletary, maybe. Single Singletary or Davis. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Because Singletary is good leverage on Allen, too. Because if he does happen to get a rushing touchdown, obviously that means that uh Josh Allen is is not getting that one. So pretty close. Right. But my 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 honorable mentions would be uh Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I don't need bring back. So like I to me, I'm fine with Tampa Bay, Brady plus two, and you're done. I'm fine with Baltimore. I'm fine with just Lamar plus Andrews and no other Giants. Like I'm like People aren't going to do that as much as they should with these team totals of 25.25 and 26. Like these teams could just truck the other teams and they score, they score five touchdowns and what, who cares what happens in the Buffalo Kansas city game at that point. Sure. All right, man. What's uh, what do, what do you want to tell the people to watch this weekend? How can they, how can they stay in touch with Mr. Blender? Well, at, at Blender HD on Twitter. And obviously you could go to theory of DFS.com. 
Get the theory of daily fantasy sports. You get the fundamentals masterclass. That's 15 hours. Or the advanced class, six hours plus all the Excel tools that I, I personally use to uh, analyze and sort out my lineups and check that out if you want to learn more about, uh, especially GPP strategy, if anything, and game theory of, of DFS. And to know why uh, fading Nick Chubb every slate probably is is, is profitable longer. Yep. All right, there we go, everyone. Uh, just just fade the chalk and get rich. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with Mr. Rebar. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.